Father in heaven, we thank you for the reading of your word, Lord. Give us ears to hear, eyes to see, a heart to be receptive, Lord. Uh, Lord, we thank you for the water and the scriptures. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the wonderful water that restores us, makes us brand new, and creates in us new, new beginnings and new pleasures. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore, Lord. When we rejoice and we say yes and amen, we believe we receive our miracle. We believe, Lord God, your scriptures, Lord. We believe, Lord, and we thank you when we ask you to bless our readings in Jesus' name. Amen. Second Chronicles 24, 1 to 25, 28, please. Oh. Joash was seven years old when he became king. And he reigned in Jerusalem forty years. His mother was Zibiah from Beersheba. Joash did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. Throughout the lifetime of Jehoiada the priest, Jehoiada chose two wives for Joash. And he had sons and daughters. At one point, Joash decided to repair and restore the temple of the Lord. He summoned the priests and Levites and gave them these instructions. Go to all the towns of Judah and collect the required annual offerings so that we can repair the temple of your God. Do not delay. But the Levites did not act immediately. So the king called for Jehoiada, the high priest, and asked him, Why haven't you demanded for the Levites to go out and collect the temple taxes from the town of Judah, from the towns of Judah and from Jerusalem? Moses, the servant of the Lord, levied this tax on the community of Israel in order to maintain the tabernacle of the covenant. Okay. Over the years, the followers of wicked Athaliah had broke into the temple of God, and they had used all the dedicated things from the temple of the Lord to worship the images of Baal. So now the king ordered a chest to be made and set outside the gate leading to the temple of the Lord. Then a proclamation was sent throughout Judah and Jerusalem telling the people to bring the Lord the tax that Moses, the servant of God, had required of the Israelites in the wilderness. This pleased all the leaders and the people, and they gladly brought their money and filled the chest with it. Amen. Whenever the chest became full, the Levites would carry it to the king's officials. Then the court secretary and, the, and an officer of the high priest would come and empty the chest and take it back to the temple again. This went on day, ap day after day, and a large amount of money was collected. Wow. The king and Jehoiada gave the money to the construction supervisors who hired masons and carpenters to restore the temple of the Lord. And they also hired metal workers who made articles of iron and bronze for the temple, Lord's temple. The men in charge of the renovation worked hard and made steady progress. They restored the temple of God according to the original design and strengthened it. When all the repairs were finished, they brought the remaining money to the king and Jehoiada. It was used to make various articles for the temple of the Lord, articles for worship, services, and for burnt offerings, including ladies and other articles made of gold and silver. And the burnt offerings were sacrificed continually in the temple of the Lord during the lifetime of Jehoiada the priest. 
Jehoiada lived in a, to a very old age, finally dying at 130. He was buried among the kings in the city of David because he had done so much good in Israel for, for God and his temple. But after Jehoiada's death, the leaders of Judah came and bowed before King Joash and persuaded him to listen to their advice. They decided to abandon the temple of the Lord, the God of their ancestors, and they worshipped Asherah poles and idols instead. Because of this sin, divine sin, divine anger fell on Judah and Jerusalem, yet the Lord sent prophets to bring them back to him. The prophets warned them, but still the people would not listen. Then the Spirit of God came upon Zechariah, son of Jehoiada, the priest. He stood before the people and said, This is what God says. Why do you disobey the Lord's commands and you keep yourself from prospering? Mm. Oh, Lord. You have abandoned the Lord and now he has abandoned you. Then the leaders plotted to kill Zechariah and, the, and King Joash ordered that they stone him to death in the courtyard of the Lord's temple. That was how King Joash repaid Jehoiada for his loyalty, by killing his son. Zechariah's last words as he died, May the Lord see what they're doing and avenge my death. Wow. In the spring of the year, in the spring of the year, the Aramean army marched against Joash. They invaded Judah and Jerusalem and killed all the leaders of the nation. Then they sent all the plunder back to the king in Damascus. Although the Arameans attacked with only a small army, the Lord helped them conquer the much larger army of Judah. The people of Judah had abandoned the Lord and the, and the God of their ancestors, so judgment was carried out against Joash. Um, the Arameans withdrew, leaving Joash severely wounded, but his own officials plotted to kill him for murdering the son of Jehoiada the priest. They assassinated him as he lay in bed. Then he was buried in the city of David, but not in the royal cemetery. The assassins were Josachar, the son of an Ammonite woman named Shemiah, and Jehozabad, the son of a Moabite woman named Shomer. The account of the sons of Joash, the prophecies about him, and the record of his restoration of the temple of God are written in the commentary of the book of Kings. His son Amaziah became the next king. Amaziah was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem, 29 years old. His mother was Jehoadan from Jerusalem. Amaziah did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight, but not wholeheartedly. When Amaziah was well established as king, he executed the officials who had assassinated his father. However, he did not kill the children of the assassins, for he obeyed the command of the Lord as written in the, by Moses in the book of the law. Parents must not be put to death for the sins of their children, nor children for the sins of their parents. Those deserving to die must be put to death for their own crimes. Then Amaziah organized the army assigning generals and captains for all of Judah and Benjamin. He took a census and found that he had an army of 300,000 select troops, 20 years old and older, all trained in the use of spear and shield. And he also paid about 7,500 pounds of silver to hire 100,000 experienced fighting men from Israel. 
But a man of God came to him and said, Your majesty, do not hire troops from Israel. For the Lord is not with Israel. He will not help those people of Ephraim. If you, if you let them go with your troops into battle, you will be defeated but by the enemy, no matter how well you fight. God will overthrow you, for, the, for he has power to help you or to trip you up. Ooh. Amaziah asked the man of God, But what about all that silver I paid to hire the army of Israel? The man of God replied, The Lord is able to give you much more than this. So Amaziah discharged the hired troops and sent them back to Ephraim. This made them very angry with Judah, and they returned home in a great rage. Then Amaziah summoned his, summoned his courage and led his army to the Valley of Salt, where they killed 10,000 Edomite troops from Seir. They captured another 10,000 and took them to the top of the cliff and threw them off, dashing them to pieces on the rocks below. Meanwhile, the hired troops that Amaziah had sent home raided several of the towns of Judah between Samaria and Beth Haran. They killed 3,000 people and carried off great quantities of plunder. When King Amaziah returned from the slaughtering the Edomites, he brought with him idols taken from the people of Seir. He set them up as his own gods, bowed down in front of them, and offered sacrifices to them. This made the Lord very angry and he sent a prophet to ask, Why do you turn to gods who could not even save their own people <laughs> from you? But the king interrupted him and said, Since you, you, since when have I made you the king's counselor? Be quiet before I have you killed. So the prophet stopped with the warning. I know that God has determined to destroy you because you've done this and have refused to accept my counsel. Ooh. Um, after consulting with his advisors, King Amaziah of Judah sent this challenge to Israel's King Jehosh, Jehoash, the son of Jehoahaz, and grandson of Jehur. Jehu. 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 Come and meet me in the battle. But King Jehoash of Israel replied to King Amaziah of Judah with this story. Out in the Lebanon mountains, a thistle sent a message to a mighty cedar tree. Give your daughter to marriage to my son. But just then a wild animal of Lebanon came by and stepped on the thistle, crushing it. You are saying, I have defeated Edom and you are very proud of it. But my advice is stay at home. Why stir up trouble that will only bring disaster on you and the people of Judah? But Amaziah refused to listen, for God was determined to destroy him for turning to the gods of Edom. So King Joash of Israel mobilized his army against King Amaziah of Judah. The two armies drew up their battle lines at Beth Shemesh in Judah. Judah was routed by the army of Israel, and its army scattered and fled for home. King Joash of Israel captured Judah's king, Amaziah, son of Joash, and grandson of Ahaziah at Beth Shemesh. Then he brought him to Jerusalem, where he demolished 600 feet of Jerusalem's wall from the Ephraim gate to the corner gate. He carried off all the gold and the silver and all the articles from the temple of God that had been in the care of Oba-Edom. He also seized the treasures of the royal palace along with the hostages and then returned to Samaria. 
King Amaziah of Judah lived on for 15 years after the death of King Jehoash of Israel. The rest of the events of Amaziah's reign from the beginning to end are recorded in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. After Amaziah returned away from the Lord, there was a conspiracy against his life in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish, but his enemies sent assassins against him, and they killed him there. They brought his body back on a horse, and he was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. Amazing, amazing stuff. Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, let's just quick read the notes, and then we'll move on. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a couple things that's, that I just wanted to say was that um, the one thing about this king, um, I think it's Joash, is it Joash? Let's see. Um, well, I like it when the guy, when the guy was, um, he bought all those troops from Israel and then the prophet told him, don't do that, you'll lose no matter what. Um, he said, well, what happened? I made, I paid all this money. And then the guy says, well, the Lord is able to give you much more than this. So when you, it's like an obedience. Yes, you invested this in these troops, but you're obeying what the word of the Lord says. And the Lord is well able to restore, um, restore that. So I like, I like that. But this king, um, the king that really actually, um, oh gosh, I'm, is it Jehoiada? Yeah. It says Je- Jehoiada lived to a very old age, finally dying at 130. Uh, he was a priest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not him. It was the other king. I, I thought I underlined it. Let's see. They buried him. His Joash, da- maybe. Yeah, no. his dad. He, he was seven years old when he came mm-hmm. into power. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Um Oh no, there was a guy assassinated. Well, I don't remember. It just sounded like this particular king did what did okay. He didn't, you know, he went to restore the temple, and um, and he wasn't a bad king. He didn't turn at the end of his, you know, a lot of the kings that we've seen they they start off okay, but then they ended up at the end turning to worship the idols again. And I thought that this king did not did not do that. Yeah, he was uh, instructed. Remember, we figured out he was seven years old. Now it says right here, Joash was seven years old when he became a king. Yes, Joash. And uh, and then he uh, and he was instructed by this older guy all his life, Jehoiada. He was the one who told the guards stand mm-hmm. around, and he killed Athalia, his the wicked grandmother, of his on uh, the last day. Uh, he did good all the days of his life. It looks mm-hmm. like it. I don't mm-hmm. see that. Uh, He said, he did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight yes. throughout the lifetime of Jehoiada the priest. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, he did pleasing, but then when Jehoiada died after the 130 years, but, number 17 says, but after Jehoiada's death, the leaders of Judah came and bowed before King Joash and persuaded him to listen to their advice. So mm-hmm. they decided to abandon the temple of the Lord, the God of their ancestors, and they worshipped Asherah poses. So they brought out all these little worshippers all over the place, and they abandoned the worship of God. The divine anger fell in Judah and Jer- on both of them. Mm-hmm. Yet the Lord sent prophets to bring them back. But still the people would not listen. Then the Spirit came upon Zechariah. Now he wasn't good. He killed Zechariah. Mm-hmm. 
Look at this. He turned. He was, he was good. Mm -hmm. He did. He says his did it was pleasing in the Lord's sight throughout the lifetime. Oh, Joash did what was pleasing only when Jehoiada was alive, throughout the life of the high priest. After when the high priest came, Jehoiada turned. Yeah, he, he killed. He killed his son. Yeah, against Zechariah. Yeah, that. and that's the one Jesus was crying about <laughs> in the mm -hmm. temple. You know, he goes. Judah, Judah, he goes, you kill his priests and his prophets, mm. and you know, and he, and because he goes, let, let them see what they're doing and avenge my death. And, yeah, and he, was, st he started out good restoring the temple and doing all that, but you know, it's, you know, I like what it says here, it says, this is what the Lord God says, why do you disobey the, the Lord's commands and keep yourselves from prospering? Amen, you know, it's just so, uh, you've abandoned the Lord, now he's abandoned you. <clears throat> So anyway, that kind of stood out. I, I just need to You know, I think the that. people, they, they, they stopped getting inspired, you know, doing the same thing over mm -hmm. and over again. And, uh, you know, that's why they had, uh, they had, they had turns, you know, a priest mm -hmm. would come in and do it for 30 days, and then another priest would come in in 30 days. And, and uh, you know, I feel sorry for them mm -hmm. that they, uh, they, they desire to, to, to worship God. You know, God already had a system of worship, and they abandoned yeah. that. And and then they, they, you can see the writing on the wall. Yeah. They, they kill Zechariah. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the soul of Zechariah that died, and they and they stoned him to death in the yeah. courtyard of the Lord's temple. Mm. That's so sad. Huh? This is yeah. how King George repaid Jehoiada for his loyalty mm -hmm. by killing his son. Wow. Zechariah's last word, he died. May the Lord see what they are doing and avenge my death. And then he did. Yeah, he, he did. did. Yeah. Um, also, we hear in 25, let's see, it's 18, uh, 18. I like that when, okay, the prophet was talking to him. It said, but King Joash of Israel replied to the king Amaziah of Judah with this story. Out in the Lebanon mountains, a thistle sent a message to a mighty cedar tree. Give your daughter in marriage to my son. But just as a wild animal of Lebanon came by and stepped on the thistle, crushing it. I think that was a sign from God. Yeah. He was trying to tell him. You know, mm -hmm. the guy was on the prophecy. Right. And they, uh, it looks like they left him alive after they, they, they tore the 600 feet of the uh, wall. Uh -huh. And they took all his money, and even though he was severely wounded, they let him, uh, you know, they didn't kill him. And Messiah also lived in on for 15 years after the king, up to the death of King Joash of Israel. Wasn't the King Joash was the one who beat him up? Yeah. Yeah, he did. After King Joash. So they let him live after they severely hurt him. They didn't. They didn't kill him. They let him. Still, they didn't demolish completely uh, Jerusalem, even though they plotted. I mean, they looted and they took everything out uh, for the Lord's will. Yeah. They carried everything out. They carried off all the gold and silver, all the articles from the temple of yeah, God, and seen. And they carry. He also seized the treasures of the royal palace along with the hostage, and then returned to Samaria. And then. After Messiah turned away from the Lord, there was a conspiracy against his life in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lashish after 15 years, but his enemies sent assassins, and they killed him. 
And the, but they still buried him in the, in the ashes, of the, which the other guy didn't get buried there. I think his uh, his dad didn't get buried there. Okay, let's go to. Okay, a couple of things too for uh, the scripture that we need to um, to believe in is uh, whenever the chest became full, okay, yes. the Levites will carry it to the king's officials, then the court secretary and an officer of the high priest will come and empty the chest and take it back to the temple again. This went on day after day, and a large money was collected. So we have to claim that for our resources. You know, mm -hmm. that the, the Lord, if we're the people of God, and the people are bringing their resources to us and are blessing us, and, you know, and we're putting it in the, in the funds to carry out the Lord's work. Amen. Okay, let me read. King, King Joash and the nation of Judah had taken a wrong turn. This is a study, a commentary. They abandoned God and began worshiping idols. God's anger burned, but before punishing them, the Lord sent prophets to bring them back to him. God wanted to warn his people that they were headed for destruction because of their unfaithfulness. Among others, God sent Zechariah to call them to repentance. God longed to show the people mercy, and he wanted to give them every chance to change their hearts and their ways. In the face of the people's unfaithfulness, Joel's Words rang through. Return to the Lord your God, for he is merciful and compassionate, slow to get anger, and filled with unfailing love. Hallelujah. In the same way, God does not abandon us or lash out in anger the moment we sin. Instead, he aggressively pursues us through his word, his spirit in us, the words of others, and sometimes discipline. He does not want to destroy us, but to urge us to return to him. Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is within you? Does this mean not, nothing to you? Can you see that His kindness is intended to turn you from your sins? Amen. Okay, go ahead and read Romans uh, chapter 12, no, verse we'll, 1. We'll, we'll stop right here, and I'll, I'll, we'll pick it up later. Are you sure we'll be able to record? I'm out of time. Yeah, I'm going to put A and B. Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the reading of this word, and... Uh, I like this part right here. Why do you turn to gods who couldn't not even save their own people? Uh, 25, mm -hmm. 15. I experienced that when I prayed to the Virgin of Guadalupe yeah. for a year. Uh, you know, she couldn't save me. There was no yeah. power in there. I prayed, and, and uh, all I knew was I was getting beat up more. And then Christ came. God yeah. was merciful. He came in, in form of other young men to talk to me in a year's time. And each one had a weight in their message. I, I said, hey, I'm a Catholic. Uh, uh, let's talk about something. So they, okay, well, let's change the subject, all of them said. Uh, let's talk about those ships on here, those battleships. Oh, those are your children? And you know what? Those guys left. Uh, they left integrity. They left weight. And a squared away individual with, with um, I don't know what they had in them, but they impressed me. You know, and they, they were witnessing to me. Yeah. I was looking for the Lord, and he, he sent yeah. four people to talk to me. And then he had to beat me up some more where I finally couldn't go to the left or the right. And I, had, I accepted Jesus Christ out of his mercy. Yeah, I'm so grateful that I never had that, that. You know, even though I see my parents still believe in that. Not, not all the way, not as much. But uh, I just don't understand how people revere so much the mother and not the son you know and, and, it's, and it does bother me still it bothers me inside when I hear it I, but 
I'm so glad that as I grew up, even if it was in the Catholic Church, I never looked at Mary as being more important than Jesus. It just never dawned on me. It never crossed my mind. You know, and you were born again at an early age. Yeah, I, I believe. believe so because of the dreams I was having of the end times. Amen. Amen. All right, July 29th. We're going to do part B. We're going to do Romans here. Romans 12.3. I'm going to read the uh, study Bible. Heavenly Father, <laughs> we thank you, Lord God. <laughs> First need an appointment. <laughs> grandkids, welcome. Yeah. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for our grandkids. We thank you, Lord God, for the purity of the uh, Lord, the, the Christ that Jesus is. He is our righteousness. He is the water. He's the bread of life, Lord. And he heals us and strains us up. How wonderful we can speak truth, Lord, and we can speak rightness, Lord, at the right time, Lord, because of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you for reading your word. Thank you for uh, opening our hearts and our minds, Lord, to look forward unto your word. We say yes and amen, Lord. We say yes and amen, Lord. No good thing will the Lord withhold from those who walk uprightly, Lord. We desire thy kingdom, Lord. Thank you for your Helping us help others, Lord. Help us to help others, Lord. Help us to reach out, Lord. And we pray for all the people of sickness. Lord, the people that are, we bind sickness in, in Jesus' name from our presence. Amen. We bind poverty and lack. Amen. And Lord, we just let go. We say restore. Restore, Lord. Restore, Thank Lord, you, the Lord. health of the people. You, restore Lord. their healings, Lord. Restore yes, their finances. Yes, restore Lord. them, Lord God that they may become one with you in the Holy Spirit, uh, Father, God, and Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And Father, I just want to thank you for all the good that you're doing for Christine, Lord, answering her prayers and declarations, Lord. I'm just so grateful to see her prospering, Lord, and the things that faith in you, Lord, and trusting you to deliver her from this lack that, that's over her. Father, we just say thank you for keep it coming, Lord. Let the flow come to her, Lord, that she may May give to your kingdom, Lord. Tie it to your kingdom, Lord. Thank you for giving Sean a good destiny, Lord. Thank you for giving a good destiny to Sean, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, yesterday when I was there, uh, Christine's, uh, Sean was there. He said, hi. He said, very nice. Hi. You know. Who? Sean. Oh. And uh, just looks like a real, like he could be very successful. You know, he's wearing his glasses and. He just, he just, you got a good feeling on him, huh? Yeah, I did. I know. He's he, you know, he knows how to be respectful. Yes. When you need to. Yeah, I, I can understand his frustrations as a kid. All his other kids, you know, his friends are, are you know, have a home with parents. And I'm like, oh, God bless. So far, so good, so huh? Far so good for Christine. She's doing a great job. Romans 12 is filled with practical application as we read it. At a first glance, Paul seems to pack together a hedge of a hodgepodge of instruction. But if you look closer, is there something that ties it all together? Question mark. God gives us gifts so we can help others. Romans 12, 6 and 8. Most of us have learned how to be courteous to others, but God has called us to actually love others. Not simply put up with them, 12.9. Genuine love requires concentration and effort, even sacrifice. 
Paul calls believers to delight in honoring others, not themselves, 12.10. Christian hospitality is not social entertaining. Entertaining focuses on the host. Hospitality focuses on the guests. Many people use relationships for what they can gain. Paul says we need to live in harmony with others and not to be proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. We should be ready to forgive because of love, not retaliate because we've been wrong. Paul's instructions here are based on an honest evaluation of ourselves. When we measure ourselves by our relationship with God, we no longer need to compete with others. Instead, we can care for them. With our pride out of the way, Paul's instructions makes us make sense. Amen. Will you go ahead and read 12? Absolutely. Um, Romans 12, 1 to 21. Uh, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just, just as the, our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body, we are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them. Serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it's giving, if it's giving give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble. And keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. 
Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Beautiful, Lord. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they're thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will help burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Amen. Wow, beautiful. Very nice. Boy, that's amazing. We were praying earlier that God helps us be, uh, we're talking about bringing a couple over. Mm -hmm. A couple of couples, you know. How we were to uh, just love them. I guess we said that. Instead of instructing yeah. them, just love them. You know, some people need acceptance and love. Or just encouragement. Mm -hmm. you, know. you know, enough is enough to do the right thing. Kid ended up in the hospital, and luckily he didn't fall off his motorcycle. He just had a yeah. nervous breakdown. You know, they're just too young to be uh, not focusing on looking onto Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Woo. I really like the place where it says, Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave mm -hmm. that to the righteous anger of God. Uh-huh. Kind of a different twist on that. For that scripture says, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. The righteous anger of God. You know, we want instant justification. The Lord wants us to, to yeah. well, if there's if there's mercy can be taken and pray for them, you know, and forgiveness, take that route. Yeah, you, you know, know, that's leave a, that to God. That's a that's a very um good counsel there because most people's first thing if they're not walking in the spirit but more on the flesh side is how do I defend myself and you really have to you know walk in the spirit and just bless them like it says up here it says bless those who persecute you don't curse them pray that God will bless them same thing it says in Peter right where there's a reward and a blessing when you do Obe you know, you obey the yeah, word. And Matthew and yeah. Psalms. Yeah, it says, it, says it also. Thing. But um, this is the first time I've seen it here in Paul's word here. Be happy with those who weep. We're happy be and weep with those who are mm -hmm. weak. Mm -hmm. I mean, live in harmony with each other. Don't be proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all, Fernando. I mean, don't let the, you know, be Banana over people's too. head. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that, you know, my pride doesn't let my guard down. It's always competitive. I see. I like Never it. pay back evil with more evil. Mm -hmm. Do things in such a way that everyone can see that you are honorable. That's a hard thing to do, but with Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. our Lord, you know, like the situation. No, it's, e it's easy in these situations that, oh, I'm sorry, Dave, I interrupted. It's amazing. We were just talking about these things earlier, you know, mm -hmm. and now we go over it. I didn't know we were going to go over, and we were just talking about bringing someone over to the house mm -hmm. and being, and God is, t you know, telling me if God has put you in leadership, take my job seriously in AA when I run the meetings, you know. Amen. Pray before <clears throat> ahead of them. Mm -hmm. Clean and prepare and take command and take control of the meeting, you know, move it forward. Amen. You know, not, not like the days ago. Right. Uh, if you prophesy, prophesy clearly and openly. Speak out as much with faith. Mm -hmm. If you give, 
if your gift is serving others, and now serving others is uh, last night. You know, serve serve them well. Yeah, a mom and a pre- her pregnant daughter showed up at eight thirty or eight o'clock. And we instantly jumped yeah. up. It's too late to be walking. It's too yes. dangerous. And mm-hmm. the girl's pregnant. Let's take you guys home. Yeah, that was that was really a good good. Thank you for offering that, babe, because I think it was just I was looking like they needed it, and you you voiced out what I was thinking. Don't pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. And that goes back into whatever is bound in heaven. Hate what is wrong. I bind you sickness and disease in Jesus' name. Hold tightly what is good. Lord, we loosen the blessings of God on this situation. Come upon them, Lord God. Overflow them with restoration. Restore love. Love each other with genuine affection. And take delight in honoring each other. Eva does that a lot. Uh-huh. She takes delight in honoring each other. Yes, yes. They get happy when they buy you something. Yeah. And they hang on to it and they rejoice all the time. Yeah, Eva's, Eva and Isabel. I always say Isabel's just like Eva, you know. Um, rejoice in our, we rejoice in our confident hope. We rejoice in our confident hope. That's something Is that 12? Remember the tattoo, Romans 12? 12, 12. Is it twelve twelve? That's right here. That's it. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. So I like this because it just again it reemphasizes that you rejoice when there's troubles and you, you you hang on to your hope and your confidence which is Jesus Christ. So you gotta be patient in those troubles because and just rejoice during those times where it just you have to hang on to hope. I think I'll, I'll have the same tattoo as him. My buddy. Yeah. Rejoice in confident hope. Be patient in trouble. And keep on praying. Keep on praying. Amen. It's kind of the same thing he says in Philippians 4. Uh, is it Philippians 4? Or is it? Yeah. 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 Rejoice. And again I said rejoice. Yeah. Amen. Okay, praying the Psalms. Is that about everything? Let's see. Um, well, it kind of opened up really nicely. It said, uh, to give your bodies to God because of all He's done for you. Mm. Okay. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind He will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship Him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think okay then you will learn to know god's will for you okay what's god's good will for me it's good it's pleasing and it's perfect amen so that's a great deal right there so how do you how do you go about it changing your mind well you know just how do you i mean this is impossible for a human being to uh right it's every day we get in the word the word tells us what the will of god is for our lives so just like a an example is every day we have to overcome this fleshly body that we're in our spirit is what receives the word of god in and we got to strengthen our spirit man so that our flesh can be overcome it's a daily thing it's you know you don't just Go to church once a week. You have to that I, What about if, if I want to read the Bible and I fail and I fail and I keep watching TV? Well, what you, do I do now? You, you got. And that's happened before. Yeah. Happened and, to yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. 
You know, we want to do this, we want to do that. Facebook, da, da, da. And, and how do we become holy and sacrifice you? Well, I believe that one of the things... A, a living, holy, and sacrifice right. altar. problem with that is the, the altar, the, we're alive and we go on the altar, we keep getting off the altar. We, wanna, we don't want to be burned up. Right. <laughs> I, I think we need to know, we go back to our basic, because it's that all that uh, he's done for you. Amen, okay. but we still watch TV. Okay, but work with me here. We go back to the cross of Jesus, all he's done for us, okay? I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. When I want to when I want to overcome something, I got to go back to my righteousness so I can, you know, my spirit has to my flesh has to line up with my spirit, but I need to feed my my spirit man the truth. You know, thank you Lord that I'm watching too much TV. You know, Thank you that, um, you know, I'm addicted to the Facebook. Thank you, Father, that um, I'm addicted to uh, worldly things. Whatever the situation is, not, you know, thank you that I'm not putting you first. You've got to begin to praise him for your problem. Praise him the truth. Yeah. And then, praise him the truth. Yeah, let him go to work. You know, so denial wouldn't be a problem. No, because we're, yeah. we're still, you know. Lord, I thank you that I'm lazy and, uh, and I just praise you for it. So he burns it up right away. And then you're right. Then you say, I am the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. You look at the cross. You get power from the strength. And now you're fit. Now you are you are holy. You're living. And you're a sacrifice to God because you have put his, his interest first. And it says here, but let God transform you okay, mm -hmm. into a person by changing the way you think. You know, the more I think, I'm, I'm lazy. You know, I gotta, I gotta believe God's word, which says, I am, um, you know, my mind is transformed by the renewing of my mind with the word. You know, I am strong. I am, uh, I have uh, the same energy that Jesus had when he went about preaching. I've got all that it takes to be successful in my destiny here on this earth. And so you have to transform your mind in the way you think. Amen. It says, then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. Amen. You okay? will learn. This is so much right. In this paragraph, there was, this is a sermon right there. Amen. A new person by changing the way you think. Okay, the way we process information, we don't, right. we don't uh, like you said, an important point. We don't gurgitate guilt and condemnation. Right, right? very good. That's the way we change our mind. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, we will. You know, we don't uh, imaginations. We take hold of our imaginations and and we give ourselves. Well, what, what is a, a holy and and a sacrificial living person? What does he look like? So you know, we keep it in our mind. Well, he picks up his Bible. He gets in. Like what we do, he takes time to crunch the Word of God, like you said earlier. Yeah. And that's what our we use our. We learn to think right. Yeah. We we move our imaginations, and we put our picture of ourselves succeeding in the Word of God, praising Him, and that's the and that's the only way. Instead of letting our our flesh, mm -hmm. which um, Braggart, the guy that wrote the book, uh, yeah. that has the, book. yeah, back, he uh, he said that flesh is dumb. Flesh is, mm. in other words, flesh is weak. It does what it wants to do, so that's where discipline comes in. Right habitual habits of reading mm -hmm. the Bible are getting our main enthusiasm, our love, our joy, 
are feeding from the Word of God and from our spiritual high, spiritual high. You know, it says, uh, going back, let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind you will find acceptable. <laughs> this is truly the way to worship Him. Okay, but it all goes back to what God has done for us. God had Jesus on the cross. He's overcome all of these flaws in us, but we have to re remember our identity in Christ and what he did at the cross. He overcame every addiction. Well, that's why we yeah. acknowledge the Holy Spirit, and we ask the Holy Spirit to remind us of what... Amen. To convict us of our righteousness. Yeah, we have, we, you know, we give the Holy Spirit, uh, Holy Spirit come. Right. He reminds us of right. Jesus. He guides he, us. He gives us ease. Yeah, and comforts us when we feel like we've missed the mark. You Advocate, know? you know, and he just constantly loves us and with us, and he's around Amen. us, and I can honor. feel him. And he we won't. need to honor him more. So he, he, he can help us to grow spiritually. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, you know, so it's not our will, it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's the Father's will that he put his will in us, which is the Holy Spirit. Our well, imagination is going in the right direction. Settling our minds... Yeah. To listen to him. And I really like when it says, um, you know, if it says up here, if your gift is serving others, serve them well. Wait, um, about. So if your God is giving you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. Okay. So it's really. Um, yeah. We go back to Jesus' faith to overcome. You, prophes whatever, you yeah. prophesy with a lot of love, mm -hmm. with a lot of faith. You know, and get those words out there, you know, into the atmosphere so they will change the people. Amen. And, you know, speak with uh, with love. With Ephesians 4. Faith. If you edify a person, your the divine favor comes over them. I, I believe grace. I receive. I believe I receive the word of God. I believe I receive my marching orders for today. I believe I receive... I believe I received the help of the Holy Spirit. I believe I received the instructions. I believe that we are going to do God's will today. We are waiting to see what the Lord instructs us and which way to go. He is our King and our God. Amen. 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 Okay, Psalm 22, verse 19 to 31. O oh Lord, do not stay far away. You are my strength. Come quickly to my aid. Save me from the sword. Spare my precious life from these dogs. Snatch me from the lion's paws and from the horns of these wild oxen. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled people. Praise the Lord for all you who fear him. Honor him, all you descendants of Jacob. Show him reverence, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not ignored or belittled the suffering of the needy. He has not turned his back on them, but has listened to their cries for help. I will praise you in the great assembly. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who worship you. The poor will eat and be satisfied. All who seek the Lord will praise him. Their hearts will rejoice with everlasting joy. The whole earth will acknowledge the Lord and return to him. Beautiful. The whole earth will acknowledge the Lord and return to him. Amen. All the families of the nations will bow down before him. For royal power belongs to the Lord. He rules all nations. Let the rich of the earth 
feast and worship, bow before him all who are mortal, all whose lives will end as dust. Our children will also serve him. Our future generations will hear about the wonders of the Lord. His righteous acts will be told to those not yet born. They will hear about everything he has done. Amen. And Proverbs 20 verse 8 to 10 says, When a king sits in judgment, he weighs all the evidence, distinguishing the bad from the good. Who can say I have cleansed my heart? I am pure and free from sin. False weights and unequal measures, the Lord detests double standards of every kind. Amen. I will praise you in the great assembly. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who worship you. The poor will eat and be satisfied, and all who seek the Lord will praise him. Their hearts will rejoice with everlasting joy. The whole earth will acknowledge the Lord and return to him. All the families of the nations will bow down before him. For royal power belongs to the Lord. He rules. Royal power belongs to the Lord. He rules all the nations. Let the rich of the earth feast and worship. Okay? Let the rich of the earth feast and worship. Bow before him all who are mortal, all who lies will end as dust. Our children will also serve him. Future generations will hear about the wonders of the Lord. His righteous acts will be told to those not yet born. They will hear about everything he has done. Amen. It reminds me of my mother. She used to, when we used to eat, mm-hmm. after the meal, she would raise her hand and she would bless the Lord and praise him for it. This wonderful meal we had had. And I always wondered if that was scriptural. And I did see it in the Bible mm-hmm. that it was scriptural. Mm-hmm. You know, even before you bless and afterwards. First you bless the food and afterwards you praise them mm. for the wonderful meal Amen. you had just had. Amen. Because she was poor at one time. She had a hard Amen. life. Beautiful. And then when she came to the United States, she would rejoice with everlasting joy. You know, that she'd have to struggle no more. Mm-hmm. Kids have work and... Great hope. That's amazing. Bless you. Bless our parents, Lord. Amen, Lord. Thank Jesus you. Jesus' name.